Good morning. Welcome to Ambient Aurora Utterances. This morning, we are going to be exploring words that are high above us, both in physical terms and in a more spiritual or inward sense. And you'll see that uh, as we progress through the episode this morning. As always, if you have any suggestions on specific words or general themes uh, surrounding the English language, then please let me know of those suggestions. Let's get started this morning. The first word that I have selected for this morning's episode is imperial. Imperial. It is spelled E-M-P-Y-R-E-A-L. It's an adjective, has a couple different definitions. The first, of or relating to the firmament, celestial. And then the second, sublime. Imperial can be traced back to the Greek word for fiery, imperos, which was formed from the prefix em or em, meaning in, within, or inside, and pyros from pyre, the Greek word for fire. When imperial entered the English language via the late Latin imperius or imperius, one spelled E-M-P-Y-R-E-U-S and the other E-M-P-Y-R-I-U-S. When imperial entered the English language in the 15th century, century, it specifically referred to things related to the Empyrean, the highest heaven or outermost heavenly sphere of ancient and medieval cosmology, which was often thought to contain or be composed of the element of fire. In the works of quote-unquote Christian writers, such as Dante's Divine Comedy and John Milton's Paradise Lost, this outermost heavenly sphere was associated with the Christian paradise. Imperial is now also used more broadly in the senses of celestial and sublime. Genesis 1, verses 6 through 8 reads, Then God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, so the evening and the morning were the second day. And that was from the, King, the New King James Version. The second word that I have selected for this morning's episode is related to imperial, and uh, it's an adjective, and that word is utmost, and it is spelled U-T-M-O-S-T. -T. has a couple of different definitions, the first of which, situated at the farthest or most distant point, or extreme. The second definition, of the greatest or highest degree, quantity, number, or amount. Utmost traces back to the Old English utmest, 
a superlative adjective formed from the adverb ut, meaning out. Utmest eventually evolved into utmost, perhaps influenced by the spelling of the word most. Not surprisingly, the earlier sense of utmost carries the same meaning as outermost. The second sense of utmost, meaning of the greatest or highest degree, first appeared in English in the 14th century, but did not see frequent use until almost 400 years later. A related word is utter, meaning absolute or total, as in the phrase utter chaos. It comes from Old English utera, meaning outer, and ultimately from ute, again meaning out. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 25 and 26 reads, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will punish all them which are circumcised with the uncircumcised. Egypt and Judah and Edom and the children of Ammon and Moab and all that are in the utmost corners that dwell in the wilderness, for all these nations are uncircumcised and all the house of Israel are uncircumcised in the heart. And that is from the King James Version. And then the final word that I have selected for this morning's episode is an adjective, and that word is inimitable. Inimitable. It is spelled I-N-I-M-I-T-A-B-L-E. And its definition, not capable of being imitated or matchless. Something that is inimitable is literally not able to be imitated. In actual usage, the word describes things so uniquely extraordinary, extraordinary as to not be copied or equaled, which is why you often hear it used to praise outstanding talents or performances. The antonym Imitable describes things that are common or ordinary and could easily be replicated or surpassed. Inimitable derives via Middle English from Latin inimitabilis. Be careful not to confuse it with inimical or inimicable, two adjectives meaning hostile or harmful. Those words derive from the same Latin root that gave us enemy, or inimicus. The hymn, How Deep the Father's Love, in the first verse, uh, uses this word, uh, inimitable, uh, not directly, but it has those same themes, uh, and it has the sense of that word within the first verse here. How deep the Father's love for us, how vast, beyond all measure, that he should give his only son to make a wretch his treasure. How great the pain of searing loss, the father turns his face away, as wounds which mar the chosen one bring many sons to glory.
I hope that you've um, enjoyed and uh, hopefully listened closely to this morning's episode. I would consider this morning's episode to be um, the most important one that I've done so far um, because it is of such a spiritual nature and it is applicable um, to our own lives. Each of these words is so applicable to our own lives and in describing uh, our Heavenly Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, if you enjoyed this episode and you would like for me to uh, do more of these types of episodes, then please let me know. Um, I'm considering doing this uh, at least once a week, perhaps um, every Wednesday. And so if you if you think that would be something that you would enjoy listening to and that you could gain uh, benefit from, then please let me know. Um, and I would love to hear any suggestions that any of you would have on this specific type of episode um, of a more spiritual nature. I hope that you've enjoyed this morning's episode of Ambient Aurora Utterances. Have a good day.